Hello, everyone. This is uh, Walter, your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Anyway, before this podcast begins, before this episode begins, I would just like to address the fact that I said interesting too many times at the beginning. So please forgive me. I'm working on that. I have a much broader vocabulary, but for some reason, I was uh, defaulting back to the word interesting. Anyway, hope you enjoy uh, the show. Yes, we are so glad that you guys have chosen to join us again on yet another wonderful podcast. Periodically, we like to interview people that we think are interesting. Uh, not too long ago, we had a girl that goes by the name of Peace Jones. She's good with social media influencing, talking about dating and, and travel, and she's not even 30 yet. She's bought her own house. She's, she's really doing some amazing things. So uh, we like to advocate people that are interesting. And who knows, maybe you'll be on here one day if you're as interesting as we deem necessary. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm so privileged to have someone that I met. I don't know how long ago it was. It's been months, at least six months, Jane, or longer. Almost going on a year, buddy. Jeez. Okay. What time flies. Yeah. So about a year ago, I met... Uh, Miss Jane Sell Morgan. <laughs> uh, we were doing a stand-up comedy workshop, which was actually pretty good. I, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. And uh, her story was just probably one of the more interesting ones. Uh, and I just want to get into it because, like I said, I found her interesting. And the fact that, Jane, you combined stand-up comedy, well, humor, with... And I'll let you say it. What do you combine it with, which is so interesting? <laughs> well, I call myself a comedian, which is, yes, we'll call it comedy. Like if people laugh, we'll see. We'll call it humor. I like that, too. Um, but, I, but I talk to people on the other side. And so I like to talk about what it's like to be someone who talks to someone on the other side. And that's so interesting. Um, that's really interesting. Now, I have a puppet. Well, I used to. I used to. I was so bored, I would talk to. Now, wait, hold on. I wasn't talking to the puppet, but I was entertaining myself with this unicorn sock puppet. I'm like, hey, I may have something. Then I put it down. But then it got to a point where I would come home and look at the puppet. And in my mind, I'm saying, hey, you forget I'm over here <laughs> up under these books. <laughs> you know? And I tried to make it part of my life, and it just didn't work. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know why I talked about that. It sounds like I had mental health, <laughs> mental health problems. Um, no, no, no. I was trying to. Was... <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> You're the first one I met, so yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, no. Really? Yes. So that's so cool. So we, I like how you. I like the term comedian because that's true. Because people, you know, when people hear medium, they get all. Oh God! You know, clutch my pearls and stuff, and and <laughs> I've got people in, yeah. <laughs> and I'm from the South, uh, from Tennessee. I have people in my family that would, they would think, oh, what are you doing? And I remember you said you have family in Texas. You're from Texas, right? Right. I, I remember. I remember you said uh, how your family in Texas dealt with it. So, let me say my first first question, which I'm sure everyone would want to know, 
is how did you know or when did you first discover that you had this this gift? And then I'll let Marcus say something if I feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. You know, um, this story isn't exactly funny, but it is interesting. I, I, uh, I was trained by a family member, um, basically in the art of hands-on healing. So it's like Reiki, if you're familiar with Reiki. And um, this family member was teaching something called quantum touch, which is essentially the concept that we are all, you know, effectively Jesus's, and we have the ability to heal each other by using our intention and our breath and sort of like, it's actually super simple. And I've had really wild and extraordinary situations <laughs> from doing this for friends and family. I, and um, so anyway, the, one of the first times I ever was in the, in the process of helping a friend by doing hands-on healing, um, I I just like it was it's hard to explain Walter but it was like I knew that her parents were at the foot of the bed so I'm like kind of closing my eyes and I'm doing this breathing and I and I and I and I go to her <laughs> are your parents dead <laughs> and she <laughs> she says yeah I was like they're here <laughs> no way and I was like yeah. And so then I just basically described, you know, they're very quiet, though. They don't, they're not saying anything. And they're kind of. And so anyway, I just kind of went into like what they were like and what they were wearing. And, and she was like, yep, that's my mom. Yep. And then. Um, so that was so that was kind of the first time. And to be honest, it's, it scared me pretty good. I was I was <laughs> like, mm, I don't know if I really like more dead people hanging around so much. I mean, it wound up being, of course, like very healing for her because her mom was able to convey some really important things to her through me. And wow. um, so, yes, it was a very like wild situation. And, and honestly, it scared me enough that I, that I kind of backed away for about 10, 10, 12 years. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want moms speaking through me. I was like, nah, I'm good on the moms taking, she, she sort of like took over in a way. She just like, uh, I'm just going to start with the craziest story, Walter. She like kind of jumped in and was like talking to her daughter. Like she was like, "So anyway, sweetie, blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Oh, get out of here!" <laughs> get out. So yeah, that happened. Yeah, that's what happened. So that's why you can see I ran away. I was like, "No thanks. That was weird." <laughs> <laughs> ten years. Wow. So now, now during this ten-year period, you just shut the door on it and said, Nope, I'm not. Nope. Did you even think about it or, or. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've always been really interested in metaphysics and, and sort of the yeah. ideas, you know, of like, what is spirit and where does it go? And it's, it's like a, you know, really a philosophy question that most people have, like what happens when we die? What's the next yes. place? And, um, you know, I lost my dad really young. I was 20 when my dad died. And so I've had, you know, an early enough, like, major loss where I was like, where's dad, you know? So, yeah. like, I, I've, you know, been very interested in the topic and had other kind of interesting, you know, profound experiences, like really wild synchronicities and powerful coincidences that people are always like, that doesn't happen to anyone but you, you know? Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so I've always just been pretty interested in, in all things kind of, wacky and magical um but 
I wanted, uh, I just, I just wasn't sure if it wanted, if I wanted it in my body. So that's why, so that's why I was like, eh. yeah, <laughs> I was sort of pursuing it on some level, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't like, cool, let's go figure out how to do that somewhere. Mark, did you have anything or you jump in? Cause yeah, I, um, I really find this also very fascinating and interesting. Um, I guess one of the questions I have is, are you able to turn it on and off or does, or are you just constantly on? Oh my gosh, it's a great question, Marcus. And that's something that came later for me where um, I really learned very precisely how to turn it on and off. And that's the only way I would even consider continuing to do it. And so, yeah, I have like it, I have it all worked out as most mediums who are Mm -hmm. in working or, you know, who are, who proclaim that they are mediums. Yeah. Otherwise you would just be constantly poked and prodded and asked to talk, (laughs) you know, and like, and it's, it's, uh, you need your privacy, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I used to think, um, uh, what was the guy's name? He had a television show, uh, John, John Edwards. John maybe? Edwards, yes. And mm-hmm. I, I, I would watch it, and I was like, "Hmm, I think that would be cool. I think that would be fascinating. I, I, God, I wish I could do that." But then I started thinking, "Well, would I ever get any sleep?" Yeah, is, right. Is, is everyone just showing up? Uh, you know, the next Uber driver, or um, <laughs> if I'm at McDonald's or a restaurant, and someone's family members are coming through, would you? Do you actually? If you are out and about and someone comes through with someone that might be serving you or wherever you may be, um, do you, do you tell them? Such a fun question. Yeah. This has only happened once because it was a massage where Uh I think my, my, my understanding or what, what became kind of obvious at a certain point was that in the case of the hands on healing, I was raising the vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where, you can talk to spirits. You do actually have to kind of actively raise your vibe and really like work to clear your kind of whole consciousness mm. situation. So I was in a massage and um, it was just one of those like chair massages, but the door was closed and all of a sudden the masseuse's dad showed up oh. and I was like, oh man, I just, golly, I really want a massage. Can you go away? <laughs> So I'm like negotiating with this guy and he's telling me all this stuff. He's like, and so finally I was like, so here's an interesting question. What do you think of mediums? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow, yeah. Kind of like heat it up. Like before I tell you that your bad dad's in the room, um, I kind of wanted to make sure she wasn't going to throw me out as a witch. And uh, she was like, yeah, I, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? And then, then she goes, well, like I, I, what did she say that made me feel like she was part of the tribe? She said, um, well, I study shamanism. I'm like, okay, we're cool. So I was like, listen, your dad's here. <laughs> and like, wow. blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, that's nice. And so, you know, she got a message from her dad that I was a little bit like, your dad says, you know, you need to eat more protein. And can you fix that knot? <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, if someone finds out that you're a doctor and you're just trying to be normal so I, I don't mean to bother you doctor but can you can you look at this on my elbow said, can you work. schedule an appointment you know i'm on vacation i'm trying to get i'm trying to fly 
I'm trying to I eat fried am... calamari. I don't want to talk to you. Again. <laughs> I want to come and look at this growth on my neck. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so that would. So you're saying so your family was okay. Well, it was one in Texas. <laughs> yeah. How? 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 I mean, I know you, you had one family member showing you quantum touch, but any yeah. family members like I don't know about that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, oh, that's fun. Well, it, let me just say this: the quantum touch was California. <laughs> oh, okay. Of course, so, that makes sense. <laughs> Texas was having a chili competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. Okay. You just check your zip code before you open your mouth. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, makes sense. Makes sense. So you didn't get much put much. M- wow. Much oh my, pushback oh from at East Marcus. You didn't get much pushback from your family per se. You know, um, yeah, it's it's a funny thing. Like, I, I've been, like, slowly coming out over the last couple of years, and that was kind of okay. what we were doing bits about in our comedy club. But, um, you know, I'm still a little careful, like, who I talk to about it. Oh, you know? wow. That like, I, I have a friend who I recently was like, so, so what do you think about it? <laughs> he said, well, I think it's nice, but I don't believe in it because science. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. That's a good answer because it's science. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you say, please elaborate, doctor. <laughs> like, what's bubbling in the beakers, dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> what proof? Yeah. I was like, we can get into some physics, and actually, I could bring you along. But um, yeah, I think my family members, yeah, the Texas contingency, I think really, uh, and I'm just even trying to remember the bit, Walter, but. Feel free to oh, team me up. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, I should have been ready with that. But uh, yeah, they were just like, darling, I don't know who you think you're talking to. But you know, come on back when you don't want to talk about the dead folks. Like, <laughs> now, look, now, they may say that, and especially if they're like hardcore Bible thumpers, because uh, as strange as it, as it may sound, it's it actually is in the it's in there's a an account in the Bible with King Saul bringing up he goes to a lady from Endor brings up said bring up a uh, prophet uh, Samuel I think it was Samuel yeah yeah Samuel Let's see, hold on no it's not Samuel okay I, I forgot but bring, bring he told him to bring up that prophet against David and when it happened. She, I think the lady was more surprised that he happened that he came up, but he said, I got a message for us. So I'll tell him he'll be joining me soon, <laughs> you know. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was the prophet Samuel. Oh, I can't remember anyway. But so, even if people, oh, you know, no, I don't believe in that. Oh, well, it's there are accounts, or there is an account at least in their the holy writ, <laughs> you know, about this, you know. Of course, for science, who knows? Science, it's a theory. So until they can find hardcore proof, you know, then <laughs> unless you tell them, hey, go get that beaker out of that left drawer. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I believe now. But <laughs> no, I, um, 
I always thought it was interesting your combination of, of comedy with this. I think to me, it seems like a way to, I don't say open the door, but to make it a uh, common ground, a soft touch, a way to get into it. People are not so what's going on because it, 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 it melts the ice. It's an icebreaker. What or I even, would think. Or if, even normalize it, I guess, to a certain degree. Um, because yeah. if you think about it, um, in my opinion, you know, people are so quick to, well, they believe in God. Okay, great. Well, I heard the voice of God and he said, really, what, what, what exactly did his voice sound like? Was it husky? Was it, you know, light or feminine <laughs> or neutral? Or, you know, what did that sound like? Or they saw something and, but then if you say, well, someone is here and they're trying to make contact with you. Jesus Christ, you're about to be stoned. <laughs> I think it's so interesting how people believe in certain things and don't believe in others. Yes. Right. Yeah, that selective belief system. You know, that's yeah. actually super cool, Walter. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do some homework on the Bible because, I, I, you know, I had read some of that in, in mm -hmm. just different accounts and kind of how it's actually super accepted in some places. And like you're saying, Marcus, in other places, they're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. in Texas, you know, it's like I I think the joke actually was that you know I was I was like invited to a barbecue by my family members and they mm. they said, "Honey, come on, stand over here, stand right over here." And I was like, "What, what do you mean, right here on the fire?" Like, oh yeah, baby, we're just gonna burn away. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> there it is. Stand <laughs> on the fire. <laughs> Like Salem, yeah, we're, we're gonna take care of all that. About it. You know, come on over here. You need to, you need to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, no, no. Here's some. Does your does your fan your immediate family are they aware? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, okay. I'm. I'm sorry to laugh about it. Like they're just so sweet. Like yes, my. God bless my husband, right? Like mm -hmm. he married a filmmaker, yeah, and now he's married to a medium. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, sweetie, you... guess what? Guess what? You brought him, you know. <laughs> so, and when I ask that, so do you ever have the situation where, well, you'd have to ask them, where people, especially if they're aware of it, that they purposely try to, I don't know how you could do it. Say, let me t turn myself off when I'm around my wife or something or do they like try to <laughs> you know it's hard for me to describe yeah try to shut it down so you can't <laughs> oh you mean Is like i can't read them or something yeah do you think there's any time they just try to i don't want to go through this i'm just going to be sort of closed up or would you even be able to sense that they're doing that yeah it's interesting because i'm i'm of the mind and i don't know if i learned this precisely in a class or anything, but I just really believe that people deserve all privacy. You know, like I would, uh, yeah. like I'm, and then my other joke would be, you're going to have to pay me if you want me <laughs> to talk psychic. Exactly. But, yes. but like I, but I don't, like I don't, I say it, I don't psychic the situation unless mm -hmm. I'm 100% invited. So, mm. ah, um, that's you know, I'm not reading people outside of like kind of the normal, like if someone's shut down, you know, you can kind of tell they're shut down. Like, like 
mm-hmm. you know, muggles, normal people can tell someone yeah. to shut down. But <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm not looking. And uh, yeah, that's, I, yeah. So, so if, if someone is uncomfortable with me, that I can see and I can read that. And mm-hmm. like, like recently I was kind of at a, I was at a dinner party or, it was a soccer game. It was a soccer game. I was explaining to someone what I do. And I was like, wow. you know, I'm like somewhat of a spiritual counselor. And I, and I, and then he seemed open to that. And I was like, you know, I talk to dead people. And it was like, oh, look. <laughs> Whoa, amazing. Good job, kids. You know, he was like, what? No thanks. Like, what are you? Like, oh, it looks like the view from the other side of the field is better. I'm going to go later. So I probably should actually, Walter, I should like read whether someone's like open to it before I go blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what I, oh. I guess it depends on how you, how you approach them. Um, I, you could always do with your comedy training. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I got a knock knock joke yeah, for like you. I, what is it? Knock knock. No. <laughs> Who's there? Your mama. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, it's exactly right. It's like your mom and you're like, yeah, and she wants to know where to go. That's true. I mean, why not? That's hilarious. I like that joke, Walter. Thanks. You can have it free of charge, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, So, have you ever met in, well, I guess you have. You've met other, uh, other mediums. Oh, oh yeah. And yeah, what's, we're hiding is that in like? plain sight. We're hiding in and plain really? sight. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I guess, and you, of course, you're not trying to one up each other. Like, <laughs> your great grandmother's there. No, oh, well, really? your great grandmother and her mother's there. <laughs> I don't know. Is this your car? You're like two magicians <laughs> trying to. One oh, up. your dog just showed up. <laughs> it's chasing my yeah. cat. cat. Yeah. Jesus is right back there. No. <laughs> Oh, I just saw Elvis walk by. <laughs> Elvis, well, Michael Jackson, no, <laughs> just back and forth. <laughs> but you, surely you've never had a com- people trying to read. Was she it better, more be gifted than like you? That. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I actually went to a really cool place in London, outside of London. It's called the Arthur hmm. Finley, uh, Arthur Finley. What is it called? College of Psychic and Spiritualist arts or something like that really and um it is basically hogwarts for mediums <laughs> really it's a giant castle more or less it was like some land barons like massive castle <laughs> situation that houses oh. probably like hundreds of people can stay there at once and it has massive like ballrooms converted into classrooms and you yeah it's it's spectacular um, to put it in your show notes, like the link to this place, because it's it's like very real. And there's, a, you know, and in the UK and and other places where spirit, you know, do you are you familiar with the religion of spiritualism? I am not vaguely. No, I know it, the word. Well, it's actually part of the service. Part of the service is a, is a medium stands on the platform and brings through people. Like oh, wow. it's really? it's actually a part of what happens. Yeah. What's the name of this place again? I, I will. Well, that place is Arthur Art- Finley, and now of course I have to like have to make sure that's right. Arthur Finley College, yeah. Okay. And um, 
it is when you see the pictures, you'll be like, no, that really is Hogwarts. It's like super, super fun. Yeah. So I went there and, and essentially you go for like a week and you like, you know, bunk with other witches and man, it was the funnest thing I've ever done. I got to tell you, because it was just reading, reading people all day, every day. And then we'd get up on stage and we'd do kind of what they were doing where, you know, you would just Mm -hmm. ask for a spirit to walk in and then like, kind of like figure out, it's kind of like what John Edwards does. So we were just doing that and and then you know like i'd go to lunch and i'd see someone who i'd just done a reading for and i'd be like oh your dad also said this (laughs) (laughs) i forgot to tell you you know like so we're like talking to each other and the dead people like all week long and we i felt like when i think about it i almost kind of knew some of like this one woman i really loved there i felt like i really Mm. knew her dad by the end because he kept coming through in these practice Mm. readings and i was like your dad's back you know what i mean wow yeah it's so fun and it was it was cool because people were from all around the world you know it was it was like very uh it was very special like one of my new friends from mexico i met people from i mean just like every country and 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 and, and you know like kind of in the states if you were, if like, if yes. I were to say to a cab driver, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, medium school, it would be like, mm-hmm. okay, crazy. You know? <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and I got in the cab to go out from the train to this place. And, and he was like, so respectful. And he was like, oh, yeah, this college is really respected here. And everyone has like really high esteem for it. And you see a lot of famous people come out here to get trained. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I like my new profession is like legit, you know. It was that is good. And maybe yeah. get a role like Hogwarts. No, I don't know. <laughs> now I want to go. Now here's another question. Um, with um, if I was gonna phrase it, are you able to let's just say someone just walks in off the street in front of you? Are you able to focus? primarily on that person or whoever comes forward or does someone have to come forward first or how does that work if i'm saying it right so you're saying like if i were to do a reading right now Mm -hmm. like how do i i guess how do you approach it do you wait for the spirit to come through or wait for a spirit to come through or do you have to focus yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun that you use the word focus, actually, Marcus, because I I kind of joke that I like rack focus, mm-hmm. meaning let's say I'm looking at you, and then I might look over your shoulder, right? Like I've racked focus to like the air behind you, and that's mm-hmm. often where I see, like if I'm looking behind your right shoulder, that's where I would see your mom's side of the family and mm. if i'm looking over your left shoulder oh. i would see where i see your dad's side of the family and if they're right in front of me that might be a friend or a lover mm-hmm. and then next you know so i kind of that's and every medium is different and kind of right. how they work the system because you just you just need as much information to be fast as possible yes and you know so yeah so it's sort of like what i do is i set an intention and i Mm-hmm. I set a very like loving high vibe space and like PS only the good ones come through. <laughs> I right. talk to you 
I don't want to talk to your abusive uncle. Like that guy's not coming in here. Really? Like straight up. Like whoop. And uh, and so we're all we're all super clear on you know we also talk to spirit guides and angels and like all the folks who are like on the other side rooting for us, which is something wow. I feel really passionate about. Is I want everyone to know that you know like yeah. we have not just our grandmas and our sweethearts and whoever has crossed over, but we have so much support on the other side. And so I never thought about that. Wow. Oh, Brad, it's something to think about, especially yeah. when things are hard and weird and you're, mm-hmm. you know, sad or whatever. It's like, it's good to know that there's like, kind of like a posse that's mm-hmm. rooting for mm-hmm. you. Around you all the time. So that's the, I invite the posse. I'm like, okay, posse, come on in that's the room. Good. My spirit guides are here and they're rowdy. And your spirit guides, and then I'll often like describe them. Like I recently was with a friend, and I racked focus to her angels, and I was like, "Girl, your angels are huge!" I was like, "They are intimidating me right now." Wow, there's like massive angels. And um, anyway, so then we've set the intention. We and then you know, kind of what you were asking about before, Mark is like, where if it is it just off and on? Like I, I actually. Um, because I'm a filmmaker and I've, I've kind of been working with like sound and picture my whole life, I, mm-hmm. I hear a sound effect where the door opens. Right. And so like once I open the door, sound effect goes, then I'm like, come on in, guys. And the problem is like now I'm going to have some dead people showing up <laughs> because I'm using all these words and opening all these spaces. But uh, anyway, that's that's how we work. And then essentially I'll describe to you like who's coming through and like what they you know, and it, it's a little bit of a guessing game. It's like, wait, like blue jacket, green hat, pretty eyes. Who's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then sometimes I know that it's your, you know, friend from college or whatever. But other times, like the, the kind of information that comes through is like, it's, it's not in a particular order. Right. So I'll just like get clues and. Okay. You know, like when, if if Walter was over there, I'd be like, "There's a unicorn. It's a puppet. I don't know why." <laughs> and immediately, he would go in a trunk. No, I'd be scared. <laughs> that's why. <Walter. laughs> you know, now, now that's a picture of Kramer on my left shoulder. <laughs> Seinfeld. My daughter sent me so. You see that guy there? It's Kramer. <laughs> oh, that's great. Of He's giving me no help at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um, I had a question and it, it, it left me. Okay, well, I'll just oh. say it real quick. Go oh, ahead. If, if you got it, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I got it. So when you mentioned the stature of the angels, because now in, in our stand-up, as I said, I used to be a pastor. I was heavily mm-hmm. in church and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that used to be the thing a lot of people would say when they would have vision of angels. They would say they were always these huge people huge beings and i'm like that's very interesting so you know i just uh, that's um and what was my other thing well that was it marcus you're, you're next <laughs> i just had to say that <laughs> what you're saying is that's accurate <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> and, and really you know let me go ahead and what i really want to say for people who may are listening like i don't know about that we're not saying I don't know, uh, compromise your belief system. We're just saying this seems real. It is real. There's some biblical proof. If you believe in the Bible and, and, and there are other areas now for the scientists in you, I don't know. I mean, you'll have to 
get into your laboratory and figure out or, or hook Jane up and say, hmm, let's <laughs> tell us something now. Bring Einstein. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> they're champion. But no, no, that that was what I was saying was when you mentioned the angel, that's the first thing many oh, accounts you always hear people describe angels as eight feet, just huge, intimidating oh. beings. They're That's guardian fantastic. angels. They're always not, they're not small. They're always gigantic and massive. So that's. That is so super cool. Well, my husband sees my spirit guides as a bunch of folks in Burger King costumes. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no, he's just teasing me. He was just teasing me because oh. I was writing this. And he I'm goes, like, he's you know. Too. I was like, wow. No, he he's not. Although he can be pretty psychic sometimes. I'll be like, yeah. all right, use your psychic powers. We got to find your keys now. I'll do. But, um, yeah, he was. We were writing. I was writing a screenplay about our guides, and he was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if they were all wearing Burger King outfits?" Because, like, to your point, Marcus, and everybody here, like, we just we kind of want to normalize it. Like, really, mm-hmm. like, there's a crew. Mm-hmm. Sort of doesn't matter what they look like, but if you need to know what they look like, then let's put uh, them in a Burger King costume, or let's, you know, maybe they're monks. Like, I, I had a reading recently where their spirit guides came through for this person, and they were all in monk robes. Oh, wow. I was like okay that's cool and they were like you know what it was super cool too because they felt like hmm they were like like this hum that came oh, from them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. vibration and i was and i i'm not you know super versed in various religions and i was like i don't know who's here but they're very monkey and i don't know <laughs> the thing that eats bananas and right. throws things. I, I was like they're, they, they're they got a monk vibe you know because <laughs> they're oh, clearly yeah. i'm like quite the religious scholar i'm like monk <laughs> But I love your verification. That helps me, Walter. That oh, yeah. angels, you know, biblically are are described as being that tall because that yeah. was totally my experience. It was it was like intimidating. You know, today I was at home because that's all I was doing, just sitting at home. And I kid you not, I was um, <clears throat> my thing of water was on the table, and, and I I reached my hand because I'm I'm still trying to use the force, <laughs> and I said maybe. <laughs> Maybe if it really, and I kept doing, I said, I'm just going to be calm and I'm going to feel the cup in my hand, the coolness. And then I stopped and said, but if it came to me, I would scream and drop the water. But I, I kept trying to do it. And then I said, let me just stop. This force is not real. I wish it were real. But, and I know there are people who are Star Wars nerds like myself who still every now and then try to use the force and think maybe I'm going to tap into that part of my body. But alas, it never happened. Well, and the so, force mm-hmm. may be real. It's just that you don't know how to navigate it. True. Well. Well, I wish it would. I think yes. I think it would fit. Yeah. Now, Jane, let me ask you this question: Um, Have you ever been in a reading or conducting a reading where you said, "Oh hell, let's call it quits"? (laughs) You know, that has happened. I've done hundreds and hundreds of readings, and it's happened twice. Really? Really? Yeah. And uh, well, one time where it should have called it quits, and then I just. It just everything was off, and then um, another time where the the person I was reading for, I suddenly realized she was from like I don't even know like Prague or Slovakia or uh-huh. some some other land, and I finally said, "Do your people speak English?" And she was like, "No, no one speaks English." And I was like, "Oh, dude, we have a translation problem." <laughs> <laughs> wow! Really? Wow! Yeah, and then I just you know. And actually, I have, like, in the place where you can book a reading with me, I have, like, a disclaimer. I was like, 
if by 15 minutes in you and I both feel like this isn't happening, we can just mm. bail on it and I'll give you the money back. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, you everyone wants to have an amazing experience and there's no reason for us to push it if it's right, not happening. Yeah. Right. Because the way it works is essentially, you know, it's let's say I'm doing a reading for you, Marcus, mm-hmm. like your people on the other side, me and you. And it's sort of like a little bit of a trifecta of the right. energetics. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's got to kind of bring it. You know what I mean? And it's wow. and there's got to be like spiritual compatibility and there's, you know, there has to be flow. And sometimes, you know, one of my teachers mentioned that even astrology or the phase of the moon and there's there's just like or even like, I don't know, lots of factors that we might not even understand right. could play in. So I've been super fortunate that that hasn't happened very often, but mm-hmm. it is a bit disconcerting when it does and then that's why i put the disclaimer i was like well let's just all take the pressure off because right yeah nobody I like that. does not help in anything you know yeah now see that would that would bounce i would i don't know bounce off of what marcus said um and i guess you haven't had it yet i was wondering if you'd ever have a reading where someone's in their family comes to accuse them of something <laughs> is it something embarrassing? Say, I'm here not to help him, but this is why I'm here today. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Or, or he gypped his brother out of this part of my, the inheritance. Or they oh. probably don't. You know, that hasn't been my experience, but I'm sure it's happened to other mediums. Mm. And mm. I wonder if part of it is because I'm like, like a little bit of a good witch, where I'm like, we're all high vibes, and we're gonna yeah. make a really, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we're like, <laughs> um. But I, but I have had one really fun experience where my, my, um, my brother. Well, actually, I probably shouldn't say who exactly it is, but I'll just say a, a distant family member um, mm-hmm. uh, processing, trying to figure out how to say. Essentially, I, I was sort of sent on a treasure hunt, and I was told wow. like where some treasure might be, and so. Mm. Um, these folks haven't gone to actually look to see if it's there, but I was like, keep me posted because <laughs> the spirit was really clear. I'm like, okay, you go to this place, you go to this well, you look under this thing. So that, well, that was you like, should do it. Well, years ago, I worked at a hospital in Columbus, Georgia. I was guest services. So long story short, I was sitting there, an older gentleman, he was an older man. And um, um, he was there for some treatment or something. And he was complaining about his family. And he was telling me, I knew the county he lived in, I think. But he said, no, I, I buried some money so they wouldn't get it. And I'm like, I just ignored it. And then later on, I'm like, if I could just remember where he said he buried that money, I'd sneak up there and I'd just steal it. I, I don't know. <laughs> but he said he buried money to hide it from his no good grandchildren and kids. I think he died eventually. And I still think, did he ever tell them? Because he was telling me, you know, in the hospital, you just talk to people, older person waiting. And he was just telling me, he was mad at him. No, I buried some of that money. He was like, matter of fact, no, I buried it. Blah, blah. He, he said it was over in this area. I'm like, son of a gun. But, you know, like, <laughs> somewhere in Georgia, there's some money buried if this old guy <laughs> is telling the truth. And he was just, he needed to vent. So he vented to a guy in a blazer at the hospital who just worked guest services. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. But, you know. What's that fun thing that people do where they kind of like bury little treasures and um, mm-hmm. I guess my son used to do it. 
it's it's like a whole thing. But anyway, so buried treasure in Georgia. Okay, we're we're gonna go. Yes, somewhere <laughs> I I don't know near Columbus. I just know it's in that general Harris County. I think Harris County. Oh, okay. We're <laughs> yeah. getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. That's all I can remember. I can't remember his name. I remember his face. It kind of looked like Scatman Crothers, but a little bit oh, thinner. Wow. <laughs> That's all I remember. He had well, a ball this, cap on. This family member wasn't mad at anybody. He just didn't trust the bank. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah. A lot of people are like that, yeah. That's yeah. true. Now, also, now, Jane, with everything that you've done and experienced, um, and I guess I can say the beliefs that you have, um, past life regression. Do you have any thoughts on that? Or do you believe in that, for instance? Because that's yeah, something I want to do 100%. I want to do it. Oh, you want to? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely believe in that. And I've had like spontaneous visions of past lives myself. And really? I've had really? family members who are regressed and had wild experiences just kind of figuring out who we all are to each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Because my understanding is that we kind of go around in soul groups. Yes. And so, you know, like my husband this lifetime might have been, I don't know, my brother last lifetime. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like, and so um, I had this one family member who found out this other family member, they were, they were mother and daughter, but they're not this lifetime. And, it, you know, and it actually kind of created a whole situation. <laughs> like, really? A little bit of jealousy or something. So, um, yeah, so I'm a big believer in it and I mm -hmm. totally recommend it. And I've, mm -hmm. I've, it, and the, the only, I guess I would say it's like, it's valuable to a point. Like it's, it's, it's sort of almost just interesting. Like you would read yeah. a book interesting, like, Oh, okay. That happened. Except that sometimes there's like points of trauma in a past life that will actually, you know, be relevant in that you can, you're going to need to heal through some of that in this right. lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, people talk about like, they'll have maybe a freckle right where they got stabbed in another mm, lifetime or yeah. big birth mark where they, you know, so some of that stuff is pretty interesting and pretty relevant, but. Um, huh. I've never had any knowledge or experience with that, but I have recently had a present life regression where I've told people, I just want to be a rock by the river. <laughs> so much so stress. I'm like, let me just be a stone. It'd be so much easier just to be a rock okay. <laughs> on the stream. Aww like today <laughs> no worries no sickness no no stress just a rock <laughs> it's like you're just in your next life you're like here's oh god you're really? i don't want to be a rock now when you say that <laughs> i don't really want to, i'm just just talking i don't want to be a ugh. <laughs> you're talking rock <laughs> be the next greatest thing yeah like a pet rock so I want to ask you this as we wrap it up. Any message you would have for a person out there listening who maybe they, as I said, they may be doubtful or skeptical or they just may be downright incensed. Like, how dare you? This is not what God wants. You know, yeah. how do you meet that type of energy, energy or, yeah. or, yeah, or mindset or, you know, how, how, you know. Yeah, that's a fun question. Um, you know, I would just probably be like, let's talk about your mother-in-law. <laughs> 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 you 
here. <laughs> yeah. She's still agreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely get their attention. I think it might yeah. get You read me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I think it's really okay. I think it's, there's a part of me that's just a little bit shrugged. Like, well, if, if, that, if you feel that way, like, go for it, man. Feel that way. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not here to, like, convert anybody or, mm-hmm. right. you know. It's it's more like I think that I actually did do a reading once for a very skeptical person, mm-hmm. and it's kind of what we were talking about before, where there just kind of needs to be energy flowing through all parts. But miraculously, we still had some folks come by from the other side, and and it was just really fun. Mm-hmm. It was super fun because it was like we got this very specific piece of information about a, a piece of jewelry and where it sat on a dresser, and like oh, this wow. picture, and he was in that picture, and and right. and it's like the light went on for this guy. He was like. What? Hmm. Wow, right. you know, so like to a skeptic, I would be like, get a reading. Yeah. <laughs> it could be true, so upsetting to you. Like, just get a reading, and then if it's not, if it continues to not be real for you, fine. But if there's something there, you'll find out. You know. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: if if someone is interested in uh, scheduling some time with you, how would they? What what's what information do I need to? I'll write it's it down, then I'll post it when I. Pretty easy. It's janemorganmedium.com. J-A-N-E-M-O-R-G-A-N-M-E-D-I-U-M. janemorganmedium.com. Oh, wow. He's a rock star. You know what, Marcus? (laughs) I can easily replace you just like that. I can never do that. sock puppet is waiting on my table, and we can share the same mic. (laughs) There he is. can do all that. <laughs> and they've already covered that unicorns are real because that's what they, this whole show is about. I know they're real. That's right. That's true. <laughs> unicorns are real. They're real. Shoot. And I'm just waiting on one more person, Bigfoot. I believe it. I don't care what anyone says. I want him to. I want them to find him. I've been tracking him all my life. I'm like, he has to be somewhere real. But anyway, that's all uh, <laughs> um, Any final words from you, Jane? Because I know your time is valuable and we appreciate this. Oh, no, this is really fun. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an absolute blast. And, you know, I think I just, like, we kind of go back to the premise that I shared earlier. It's just, like, please know how loved you are. And, oh, I will leave you with one thing is, like, you know, the the concept of speak well of the dead. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what I've experienced, especially lately, is when when we say their name, they light up. Mm. And so... I think speaking well of the dead is a really good policy because they they're tuned in and they really love us. And even if they were jackasses when they were here, <laughs> we really? you know, I think it's good practice to speak well of I, I actually would say speak well of the dead and the alive because mm-hmm. uh, in subtle levels we feel that too. So I think it's um yeah, like send love, be love, speak with love and um and it'll come right back to you. Mark, did you have anything? Um, I didn't I think so. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, but no, what I was going to say was, I, for instance, I would totally be interested in having a reading. So I'll actually go to your website and, you know, um, schedule it, you know, um, how I have to. Um, not to see if it's the truth, but I already believe. I've been a believer for years, so I, I just want to see who comes through for me and what their message is. 
Beautiful. It would be my honor, Marcus, really. Oh, thank it would you. be a total honor. It's it's a really special it's a really special spot to be able to meet the people that you've loved and want to come back and tell you how much they love you and yeah. and also, you know, where random jewelry might be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. Tell message email me that. So I can hold it over his head and go visit his family when he's yeah. in Taiwan. Who are you? I'm Marcus's best friend <laughs> on the podcast. He said, go in here to the left. And <laughs> That's it. I'll bring him some food. Yeah, all right. So, Walter, food do you have any final comments? Final comments? Yes. Other than stealing my jewelry. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want to say it, it has been a pleasure. As I said, I was uh, uh, I met Jane during our comedy training, which I'm still trying to do that here in Greece. And uh, it was just a pleasure. The thing about Jane is she has such a, I won't say compassion is good, but such an honest, genuine uh, spirit about her. And she laughed at my jokes. And I believe they were authentic laughs because I would bounce some off of her. I was like, how does this sound? That's funny. Okay, good. So once you laugh at my jokes, I don't care what you do. You're in. I'm a believer. Love it. Yeah. Funny, Walter. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I tried to tell Marcus that, but he doesn't want to. <clears throat> well, yeah. Uh, bring some of that pastor material back. That stuff was good. Oh my god, I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> how to work that one down. <laughs> I saw some stuff there. That's a whole other. Nice, <laughs> but uh, we do appreciate you. And uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's JaneMorganMedium.com. You want to reach out to her, and I think if nothing else, we know you want. You, we know you're curious. I already know. I can feel it in the air. <laughs> I can feel it from the future. We know you're curious. Go ahead and reach out to her and, and speak with Jane. I think think you'll be uh, you'll be pleased. Well, Jane, thank you for being on our podcast once again. Um, it has been an honor for myself, and I'm sure for uh, Marcus as well. And we're looking forward. Uh, we'd like to bring you on again one day. Just maybe a, we'll see. Whenever you're Sounds ready good. to come on, we'll I definitely love bring you I on. Love so yeah, absolutely. thank you once. Thank you. Thank, thank you, and uh, keep doing the stand up as well because you're just as funny. <laughs> actually, you're funny funnier. You, but... You're funnier than Walter is. Actually, <laughs> we have di- we just have different types of. Uh, jokes. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've exhausted another hour of your time, but I think it's well worth it. We appreciate you. Have a great whatever time of your day. Go ahead, Marcus, and give your <laughs> greetings or goodbyes or farewells. And we'll sign off. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever you are in the world. I hope you guys have an amazing morning, day, evening, and night. Thank you once again. Thank you. Jane, thank you again, and have a wonderful rest of your day in California. You guys. Take care. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Goodbye.